Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Have a listen to what I'm going to play for you now is what Canada would have heard, what would have heard from the Premier of Quebec on the 31st of October, as in today, 25 years ago, had the previous day Quebecers not decided by less than one percentage point to not secede from Canada. So there was this, if you weren't around in 1995, most of you were, the uh, Quebec had a referendum on leaving Canada. It was a huge matter. The whole country was emotionally charged. 100,000 people from across the country gathered on Mass and Dominion Square in Montreal, pleading with Quebecers not to leave. And with less than 1% difference, Quebecers voted to stay in Canada. Here's what Jack Patterson would have said to this country, to the entire Canadian nation, and the nation of Quebec to be, had they won the referendum. Have a listen. My dear friends, Quebec is standing tall. In a majority vote today, the Quebec people has just affirmed to the world that it exists. It is a serene and democratic affirmation, one that no one can ever erase. A strong and simple decision was made today. Quebec will become sovereign. Let a place be made ready for it at the table of nations. And because Quebec is now standing tall, it can first of all extend a hand to its Canadian neighbor through the offer of a new partnership founded on the principle of equality between people. From this time on, we shall be guided by two words, responsibility and solidarity. Okay, let me just ask the studio to turn off your talk back because it's feeding back to me. Thank you. So 25 years ago, we were less than 1% of Quebec voters away from this uh, country heading toward breaking up, Quebec opting out of Canada. Chrétien, the Prime Minister at the time, it's at 50% plus one vote, would win the day. And uh, hearing Jacques Parizeau, who was then, of course, the Quebec Premier, delivering that speech in English, still gets some chills going down my back. 25 years ago last uh, night, our dear friend Dr. John Crispo and um, when I say our dear friend, I mean Stephen Ledrew, past president of the Liberal Party of Canada, media journalist, uh, one of the best in the business, my friend. Uh, Dr. John Crispo, Stephen Ledrew, and I were broadcasting on the network covering that particular referendum night. What are your memories, Stephen? Well, I think that uh, it, was, it was haunting just to hear you replay that uh, Perezo speech that he wanted to deliver, and uh, he narrowly didn't. That just uh, reminds everybody, all of your listeners, how close we came to dissolving as a country. And uh, I dare say many would say, well, you know, it would have been better. It would not have been better. Uh, it would have been uh, less troublesome, but it would have been a very, very different country, and, uh, and it would have been a country from coast to coast to coast. And uh, I think that it was just such a narrow margin. When something so cataclysmic as that goes to a vote, Roy, I think it should be you know, two-thirds or, or you know, three-quarters as opposed to just a sliver of even one vote over 50% that could have split the country apart. Um, that was the first mistake. The second one was uh, for people to take for granted that the vote would not go through. And uh, as, as it all turned out, uh, Canada had some very good luck going for it. Parazo had some bad luck going for him, and just enough that we uh, squeaked through. I think that uh, today it could be a very, could be a very, very different uh, situation. We, I certainly know today 
we wouldn't have those busloads of people getting up at 5 in the morning and leaving at 6 to head down to Montreal to be, at, as you said, at Dominion Square to cheer on Canada, to cheer on Quebecers, to vote for Canada. Uh, that would not be, I think, the situation today. On the other hand, Quebecers, by and large, are relatively happy in Canada. So I think, that, uh, I think it would have still been uh, a vote to stay in Canada. We just would have had the outpouring from English Canada for, uh, for Quebec to stay in. I don't remember this country being so emotionally engaged at any other time of my life. It was just an incredible feeling. And as you said, buses were leaving. We had three buses from the radio station. Uh, AM640 in Toronto is where I was broadcasting from at the time, although the show was carried in Toronto and Hamilton. But there were three buses that left, and we would check in with the buses on the way to Montreal, and the cheering and everything that was going on on the bus was, on those buses was amazing, but it was happening all over the country. People were flying thousands of miles to go to Montreal to try to persuade Quebecers not to opt to move, to move, to leave Canada. Yeah. yeah no, so I don't think we have had that op- outpouring should the vote be being held today. Okay. No, I don't Android. think so either. I don't think we would have needed it because Quebecers are not as unhappy with Canada as they were then. Do you know what I really thought about, Stephen? And and within the context of the upcoming American election on Tuesday, and there's a lot of talk, and we'll get into this in the next hour, a talk about possible unrest, chaos, and civil war has been mentioned on a number of occasions. And we'll be talking about that, including with a a former senior officer of the United States military, because I've heard that, you know, the army is ready to go in, if necessary, to establish peace. All sorts of things are being said. But 25 years ago, with such a narrow margin of victory for the no side, the day after, there were protests, there was activity on the streets, but there was nothing, nothing in the way of any violence, as I can recall. There was, it was a, just a peaceable acceptance of what a majority, a slim majority, had decided. Different time. Different time, different country. We are Canada. Different we're country. We're good government. The United States is uh, give me freedom or give me death and uh, or liberty. And and also, um, the United States is, is in a serious problem. It's not just who's going to win, whether it's going to be Trump or Biden. I mean, I think whoever wins, it's going to be a dog's breakfast. We may not know who's going to be president uh, for, for yeah. days, if not weeks. Yeah. And it's just such a tumultuous time and decline of the society and the states and the polarization. And I was stunned the other night. I'm sure you saw Roy. There are buses and trucks pulling up to, to uh, shops and stores in Philadelphia. People getting out. Yes, I saw it. Just yeah. running out with fridges, TVs, everything. And the governor of Philadelphia said, oh, oh just, a, just a little protest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't. As you ruin people's lives. Yeah, we, we can't end this segment without talking about our mutual friend, the Lawn Tractor Submariner, Dr. John Crispo, Professor Emeritus, Political Science and Economics, University of Toronto, who uh, organized many, uh, well, he organized royal commissions for prime ministers, really such a front and center guy in this country. And part of our threesome, we had a, we had a weekly segment uh, on the air at CHML in Hamilton, John Crispo and uh, Stephen LeDrew and I. I called it the Grumps because we took on everything, and it was insanity on the air. It's my favorite, my favorite show segment of my entire career. But Crispo was when, when we were talking on the on the night of the uh, of, of the referendum, so twenty five years ago last night. John said, "It's gone. It's over." When the first first results came in, you may remember. And 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 if and if Quebec doesn't go, he said, "I will eat." Not crow, I will eat a crow. 
And I was trying to persuade him for years after that to eat that crow, and we would prepare it any way that he wanted. But a lot of us felt that way in the early going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and Crispo was an incredible mind. A lot of your listeners right now will not, well, some will recall, but I mean, he was, he was always in the papers because he was a bit of a, um, he was a bit of a grump. Uh, he did not go with the uh, with the current, but he was no. a first class mind, the economist. Yes, he was. And uh, when governments were in trouble, they they came to him, and they said, "We need some common sense." And he said, "You came to the right place," because he had a lot of common sense. Which, in any public life, uh, it's nice to have some common sense. Somebody out there talking reasonably. Yeah. But your your story, Roy, I I think sort of belies that he had common sense all the time. Yeah. Now, just in the 30 seconds we have left, when I said he was the lawn tractor submariner, you have to tell the story. John Crispo lived up um, near Cremore. He had uh, great, great pleasure in a lawn tractor. He just liked to be on that lawn tractor and <laughs> zip around. He also had a pond, and he told us um, on your show that that morning he had had some malfunction. I don't know whether it was a bottle of beer or what. He had some malfunction. The tractor went right into the pond. Most people would jump off the tractor, not that Crispo. He sat on it, and the tractor kept going. And when the engine came, uh, you know, sort of let go, uh, it kept sliding down to the bottom. And I remember you cross-examining him. And he said, well, what were you thinking when you were on your tractor as it was sliding down to the bottom of your pond? He said, well, I wanted to know where it stopped so that I'd be able to swim to the top, pinpoint where it is, and then tell people where to go to get it afterwards. Great story. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 